Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. It's the final word daily, one day internationals between England's men and New Zealand. We're here at the Rose Bowl where Daniel, you and I spent quite a bit of time during the pandemic. It's all odd to return to a place like this. We're in one of those hotel balconies again where we stayed through that course of time as well. Uh, but we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the game we've just watched. A rain reduced one day international where England went one all. Tell us how they did it in 30 seconds. Uh, preposterously, they lost the game so badly right at the beginning. After a rain reduction, they'd taken them down to 34 overs. They were 8 for 3 in no time. They were 50 up for 5. They were 100 and something for 6. Liam Livingston was a star of the show for England. He got good support from Sam Curran and uh, Liam and, and somebody else. Two other people will come to them shortly. They were very important. And, uh, and New Zealand then looked like they were probably going to hunt down that 227 runs quite comfortably. But Reese Topley, David Willey, Gus Atkinson, uh, some pace skill on a pitch that was offering a little bit wickets came at the right time and in the end out of nowhere England won by a colossal amount they thrashed aside when they were being thrashed themselves yeah I'll fill in a few of the blanks so they win by 79 runs bowling out New Zealand in 26.5 overs 147 they'll be thrilled that Willie and Topley who didn't uh, bowl the house down on Friday night took three for 34 and three for 27 respectively Gus Atkinson picked up his first one day international wicket with genuine pace one for 23 from five for him a couple of wickets from Owen Alley back in the side today as well with the bat Liam Livingston player of the match 95 not out from 78 deliveries I think it was by the end a crucial partnership of 112 with Sam Curran for the seventh wicket you're right one stage there 55 for five after being eight for three and 28 for four and going at about four and over and as well. they're nowhere and it's feeling like well this might be an all-out 100 this might 
might be one of those days where they just don't click. And we saw that even with Owen Morgan's side, world champions that they were, there were days where they just didn't click. But the big takeout for me was that Morgan used to always say that when they had a day like this, he would back their depth. He was like, we don't mind if we lose early wickets. We pick lots and lots of batsmen. And if one or two of them come off, we're still in the game. Enter Liam Livingston, shuffled from number five to number six to number seven today. He said in his post-game interview yesterday, or his press conference rather, that he's never going to bat high up the order for England. Um, so batting lower down works for him. And I mean, that's... Yeah, sure, there are still some questions for England ahead of the World Cup, but they absolutely know that Livingston is going to be their finisher. Well, yeah, and what's really pleasing for them is that in 118 previous professional games of cricket, mm -hmm. Liam Livingston, stretching back to 2021, Liam Livingston had not batted for more than 40, 50 balls. I think it was, might have been 50 balls. And so wow. yeah, today, when he came in, there were still, when there were five down, there were still over 20 overs to go yeah. in a 34-over game. And he then proceeded to bat pretty much half those remaining 125 balls, a little bit more than that. Yeah. And he managed his innings really well. He didn't just go slap and crash bang wallop straight away. There were a couple of occasions when he tried to get after Glenn Phillips and he was sort of hauling himself off his feet. But that was towards the back end of the innings, actually. Uh, what he did was build measured and sensible partnerships. Josh Butler was the first one to show them what was possible. But it was a partnership where Curran, I think, was the best. I mean, with Moe Alley as well, there were, there were crucial runs. But that partnership with Sam Curran speaks to England's depth and uh, that was a difference really between the two sides I mean when you looked at them at 130 point both sides were 130 for six yep. and New Zealand just disappeared into a, a, a puddle of ineptitude whereas England actually moved from there to add an extra 100 runs because they can do that and they still had David Willey to come who when faced with four balls left in the match in the innings rather didn't just put Livingston on strike he struck a six, albeit a slightly fielder-assisted six. You know, their intent was there, and they've got players who can do that all the way down the order. And they still had Gus Atkinson to come, who can have a go. Only Reese Topley really is, is no good with a bat. So it speaks to your point, I know in Morgan's point, that you, you have not bowled England out until you've taken, really, the ninth wicket. You know? Yeah, I mean, Topley's got more professional wickets than runs, but he's a genuine, yeah. like, if number 11, but there, yeah. there aren't many of them left in the game. And England have done a great job of developing that depth. And, yeah, the other side of the coin is New Zealand don't bat particularly deep. Well, on paper they kind of do, but in practice they were bowled out in 14 overs in Manchester nine days ago. Um, they've lost seven for 36, I think it was today. So much relied on Mitchell. So, you know, up top they're good as gold. Conway didn't make runs today, but we know how good he is. Mitchell, likewise. I think Will Young's posing a bit of an interesting question. I know he got slowed down today after reaching 25 from 15 or whatever it was, but That's right. with Kane Williamson certainly coming back for the World Cup, might it be that Finn Allen loses his spot? Out second ball today. I know he was a match winner in one of the T20 wins last week, but um, 50 over cricket isn't 20 over cricket. It's not 100 ball cricket. The, there is a chance to get into a game, out of a game, into a game, out of a game, and maybe they might be better suited having someone like Will Young who has a, a more classical technique. We saw him make a first-class 100 we were commentating on at the Oval a couple of months ago. I mean, he's a, he's a fine senior player. I agree entirely. I think uh, with 50 over cricket, you've got to be looking to beat 300 plus, six, six and over. And you don't have to be looking at nine and over plus. You don't have to be looking at 450. And the thing with Finn Allen is that in T20 cricket, he gives you that dream of, you know, if he's firing and he's in good form and he has a run of matches, you could be hitting 200 repeatedly. Yeah. But the thing is, in 50 over cricket, a really good 
40 of 18 balls isn't as helpful in a 50 over game and he's got a propensity to get bold and I never really like it when your opening batter is getting a propensity for being bold now yeah if he's getting bold because he's swinging for the hills the whole time might be a bit different but he's bold today with a defensive shot to a ball that just went through the gate hit middle stump it's not a really great sign he was beaten off his first ball that was given out on field but was overturned or, or, or England reviewed I forget a little flap of the um, of the trouser leg he just wasn't it doesn't look quite technically right for the the longer form of cricket, and I, I worry a little bit about fifty over cricket generally. That the ri the rise of the T Twenty player, the Will Smeads of this world, the Finn Allens of this world, they're part of the problem in making fifty over cricket seem a little bit more defunct. Because those guys, it's a it's a step. It's as long as they step up. But it's a, it's a different step that you have to take to build a 50-over innings. And I think what will please England is that while they have players who can go hard, people like Harry Brook and whatnot, they're happy to put him up the order at the moment in the absence of Jason Roy with his back spasm. They do have batters who have played red ball cricket. Sam Curran plays red ball cricket for Surrey when he can. Mm. He constructs innings. He also plays T20 cricket. And here he played an innings that was born of the fact that he's played so many different formats. He's got shots for the occasion and for the moment and that's something that I don't think Finn Allen necessarily does have but what I do still believe because I've tipped them to make the semi-finals of the World Cup New Zealand I think they've got enough really good batters I really like Daryl Mitchell and he improved again today why uh, Devon Conway is pure class if Kay Williamson gets back in he's a just you know he's world class so you know I don't think they're too far off today on a pitch that gave a little bit, did a little bit more, and it was a shortened game, it was 34 over cricket. I think that might have helped England a little bit, allowed their recovery to be a, a better recovery. In, in 50 over cricket, if they found themselves 55 for 5 and 103 for 6, are they going to end up posting the 320 odds, say, that New Zealand, you'd need to post against New Zealand over a 50 over period where their batters can play more conventionally within 50 over cricket. Yeah, and just turning to the bowling side of the ledger here as well, Trent Bolt just straightens them up, doesn't he? I mean, yeah. three wickets in a hurry, Didn't two well. in three balls, including trapping uh, Joe Root uh, leg before for a second ball globe. Um, you know, Bolt isn't playing a lot for New Zealand these days for well-documented reasons, but having the luxury of bringing him back in since the last World Cup in 2019, he averages 16 with the ball when he does play one-day cricket. So, And we know what a big tournament performer he's been over a long stretch of time, including last year in Australia in, in the T20 World Cup. He's the fourth uh, fourth of the best strike rate in ODI cricket, I believe. The top is Mitchell Stark. Yeah. He is up there. He is taking wickets every 29 balls. Right, and look, he played his 100th one day of today. Um, we know that Matt Henry is ranked number three in the world, according to the ICC. He's Great set bowler. and forget. Fab fabulous bowler. I do wonder, whisper it, whether Saudi might find himself down the pecking order. He missed out on the 2019 World Cup pointy end, didn't play in the final. He got overtaken by, you know, Ferguson, Henry, Bolt, etc. I'd like to have seen Ferguson today, for example. I think, you know, Saudi went for nearly 10s today. Yeah. And if you've got Lockie Ferguson in that situation, suddenly when England are five down or six down, then he is a slightly different proposition for Livingston and for Sam Curran. Well, I was going to come to that with reference to England, right? So you've got these yeah. guys who have a, a little bit samey in terms of pace for New Zealand right now in the absence of Milne, who we learnt yesterday has got a hamstring issue at the moment. So they've made an adjustment to their squad there, although I'm sure he'll be in the World Cup 15. But yeah, they didn't have that extra lever. They did have Mitchell Santner bowling beautifully back in the side today. Ravindra doesn't look like he's going to be good enough, I don't think, in a World Cup setting with smaller boundaries. I just can't see it happening for four him. Four 
five overs is or most you're going to get out of him. I think uh, yeah. a couple of little bursts, and that, that's at best, really. Yeah, I, th- I think Glenn Phillips, I think Jeremy Coney actually made this point. Glenn Phillips is more likely to bowl um, yeah. heavy-duty kind of six-bowler overs when they, they get to hard the... Hard into the pitch. Hard into the pitch when they, when they reach the World Cup. So, but the, the, the pace point here is more about Gus Atkinson today, isn't it? Like, mm. Didn't have a great night um, at Cardiff, albeit none of the England bowlers did. I already touched on the two left armers, Topley running through the middle order and, and enabling that collapse, including a great court and bowl chance off Phillips. Nice snaffle from Joe Root a couple of balls later off Ravindra. You know, he did um, something that they needed to do right there and then, which was break the game open. We saw Willie take a wicket off the top, cleaned up the tail. You love an opening bowler being able to do that. A couple of wickets for Moeen to get into the series and I guess get into bowling again. Doesn't do an awful lot of it in T20 cricket. But the question mark over Atkinson was that will his pace alone be enough? And Joy, on a, on a surface that had a bit in it, bloody hell, he was quick. A couple oh. of those bounces he bowled off the top. It's that action where his arm's so far extended at point of release that makes him appear yet well, faster again. The, his best ball was the one that did didn't take a wicket, but was given out and overturned yeah, on referral, exactly. which was an absolute snorter to Daryl Mitchell. Uh, flew up. I mean, it's really close to the glove. And it's that kind of hostile delivery. Don't think for one minute that just because they're going to India, the pitches won't allow him to do that. There's a variety of pitches. And England play in eight of the nine venues, eight different venues in their nine matches. So they're going to play occasionally on pitches that have got that. And that, pay, that extra pace is going to be really key. A couple other points to note before we get to the Hall of Fame. A great run out from David Willey. They'll love that. The way Willey batted and the way he yeah. fielded. They'll, and the way he cut runs off. He's a clever cricketer. He was fielding out on the rope, but still cutting off. This is, as you often say, the twoiest ground in world cricket. There are so many twos here at the Rose Bowl. Well, you know, Willie, mindful of that, was really on the charge from deep mid-wicket, never letting Mitchell take twos, never letting him keep the strike. It was clever fielding. And, and he's really and the run out, that it, the little underarm run out yeah. he executed to get rid of, I can't remember who it was now, but it, was, it felt it was like... It was young, and it was, as Ian Smith would say, by the beerest of all margins, because that bat was on the line. Uh, and, that, and it's rare because England don't hit the stumps too often in the field. There were no runouts in the ashes for a kickoff. Uh, I think for Willie, the motivation is so strong, the disappointment of 2019 so great that you can see he is giving everything in a series that actually some of the players don't feel like they necessarily are. I'm sure they are, but it's not such a big thing for... It isn't such a big thing for Ben Stokes. He knows he's going to be on the, on the plane. It isn't such a big thing for Joe Root. doesn't mean they're not trying, but... For David Willey, when he comes out here, this is crucial because he is under the spotlight because if Harry Brook gets back in the side, it could be at the expense of a batter. It could be at the expense of Roy or Milan or Livingston. But it could equally be an expense of one of the three left armors, well, you know. Well, this is, this is it. I was going to come to this. Is that you know, if Harry Brook is to make it into this England one-day squad, he's going to have to start dominating. Now he gets three one-days against Ireland. I'm not sure how they'll be discounted when we get another week on. He'll probably need to make runs against New Zealand in one of the last two games. Jason Roy's got shaggers back at the absolute worst time. He's not playing against Ireland. Hopefully, for his sake, he gets back in time but we know that you know Besto and Stokes and Root miss out today it really doesn't matter like you said before they're all in the first 11 under any scenario in any circumstance they're playing every game of the World Cup Brook on the other hand it's not quite so clear Milan it's not quite so clear he made a half century opening and batting nicely the other day so yeah it means different things to different people but Brook who made two from 12 meek dismissal the one wicket that Henry picked up today I think that's more important in the context of yeah. England's World Cup squad than the more senior established men oh, I agree entirely everyone's assuming he's going to be on that plane I'm not because um, they've been quite conflicting messages about 
this is a, a provisional squad. Uh, he's still got time to get into it, but it's still it was the squad that they picked. So uh, who does he get in ahead of? Uh, we've, we've run through those options. And at the moment, those options are all fighting hard, the exception of Jason Roy, poor thing. He hasn't had the chance to fight hard. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, that is going to be a key narrative in the next couple of matches. All right, Daniel, time to hit up the final word, Hall of Fame. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Final Word Hall of Fame brought to you by our beautiful patrons who we adore, each and every single one of you. We've got the Final Word Cricket Match coming up on the 22nd of September at Dulwich Cricket Club against the Oval Dream Boys. We've got all sorts going on. We've got our 150th story time on Friday and our patrons will be invited to join us at 10 o'clock on Zoom to do a little watch along for Jeff and me going through our Pacers story time. This week was pretty bloody good as well, if I do say so myself. Maybe our best ever. Um, right, Hall of Fame nominations, uh, you can go first. Uh, for me, it's one of the most fantastic pieces of Samba cricket you could ever wish to see. Uh, it was uh, Devon Conway running round the boundary. Uh, if he had died full length of his arms, I'm not sure he would have got there. Instead, he went like a... Studs up tackle. One of the best studs up tackles. Like a Walter Massing, was that his name? The guy in the 1990 World Cup who absolutely took out the uh, Argentinian. But this was to stop a ball, but not just stop a ball, to pass it perfectly to, I can't remember who it was, was it Glenn Phillips he passed it to? It might have been Mitchell Santner out there. Yeah. Might have been Mitchell Santner, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think you'll see a better better piece of football cricket in your life it might be coming back into fashion we saw Mo and Ali do it at the yeah, Oval did, to end yeah. the Ashes as yeah. well so watch this space on that Glenn Phillips running when bowling so Phillips bowling from the pavilion and didn't have someone at mid-wicket indeed oh, yeah. the only fielder inside the circle was at short fine so every time he got played into the onside he was hearing after like it Johnny Bear, might say. So was he? like an angry policeman but after on a, a couple of occasions he saved runs I mean one time he got yeah. to it before they got a single the other time he turned a two into a one you know as Jared Kimber said on our radio commentary today when Glenn Phillips 
Phillips is fielding, just watch him. Ignore the game around you. It's far more entertaining. Uh, and, I, and one point uh, that was sent in um, to us uh, today by Tom Miles was that England's new uniforms, which are fairly uninspiring, um, to be honest with you, but what they have got for the first time is the little star above the above oh, the crown to, to indicate that they've oh, won wow. one World Cup. They've not worn it in any of their uniforms until now. And as Tom said, not a bad time to remind New Zealand of who won the last World Cup. So I don't know whether that's it's, it's probably coincidental, but still, oh, no. it's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> right, uh, Final Word Hall of Fame, done. Uh, thanks to our patrons, patron.com forward slash the final word. Join the fun, join what we do. Let us make this show as often as we do. We've got a gigantic interview coming up on Thursday. It'll be played out next week. Another really big interview we're recording on Tuesday. There is so much happening, uh, and it's all because of our patrons. We love yous all. Uh, that's it from us. England victorious today by 79 runs. We move to London for the third one day on Wednesday. Good night. Farewell. Bye-bye. Great shirt. Great shirt.